which is funny now because now I'm going through all of this, going through all of this theology and heresy and world religions and everything over these past eight seasons. I I feel like I am now an interesting person to talk to. I don't know. Not You've because, always been an interesting person thank you. to talk to. Thank you. You would know. You've known me your whole life. Welcome to Apologetic Simplified, a podcast about Christianity, theology, and culture. Hit subscribe to be notified of each new episode. And now, here's your hosts, Leah Chapman and Andrew Foster. Welcome back to Apologetic Simplified, where we, oh my gosh, I forgot our tagline. <laughs> where we simplify apologetics. <laughs> what did we say? Where you Welcome back to, to us- another exciting episode of Apologetic Simplified. We're so glad that you're tuning in to listen to us talk about things. That's the one. That's the one. Welcome back to Apologetic Simplified. We're so glad that you have tuned in to listen to us talk about things, which you missed because I'm about to cut it out, is that I forgot what we say afterwards because it's been a long holiday. Oh, no, I think you should leave it in. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Anyway, so it has been a long holiday break. um, And yeah, we're just going to give you a little update on what we've been doing. I have been um, mostly... Visiting with family or at church because <laughs> you know it's the holidays and I work for a church. So I uh we had family in town for Christmas. My parents came to town and um I got to preach Christmas Eve, which was a lot of fun. I really enjoyed that. Um, it was during the children's service, and they also had a nativity uh that the kids did that was really sweet. So we did that. Ellie had her first Christmas, and then um we did a little traveling and Ellie had her first birthday. So we just did that. And um, she didn't know what to do with the cake at first. She kind of just poked at the icing, but then she pretty quickly figured out it tastes very good um, and managed to eat more of it from there. Um, so that was a lot of fun. Um, yeah. So that's what I've been up to. Andrew, have you done any world traveling recently? As a matter of fact, I have. Uh, so you may have heard if you've been listening to some of the past few episodes, uh, I went on a mission trip to El Salvador. We were there from December 27th to January 2nd. It was a really great trip. We were working with the Wesleyan churches in El Salvador. Uh, some of the things we did, we had a couple medical clinics. We did uh, three uh, vacation Bible schools, uh, which are, are a bit different than U.S. vacation Bible schools. Because that's like, you know, a full or a half day. You know, they have the kids, like, 30 minutes at this station, 30 minutes at this station. We had an hour for everything. Uh, nice. So I was in a uh, one of the three in a dinosaur suit. We had a little skit about how, you know, God made dinosaurs who are strong. God made dinosaurs who could fly. And we, like, acted it out. And then they had some kind of activity, a craft or coloring sheet. So, and then many pictures were taken with the dinosaurs. Yes, I saw a lot on Facebook. <laughs> and uh, also uh, got to do a sound system installation and training at one of the churches there. Uh, that's something they'd requested. They were very impressed with our portable system that we have. So we were able to get enough money to get one of those, bring it down, and yeah, teach them how to use it. So very exciting. We were able to help in that way. And there was just so much provision. It went from, uh, are we going to have enough money? And then... We got the plane tickets, which were very expensive. And then if we have enough money to eat, when we have enough money for ministry, we ended up with about $1,100 extra in trip funds that we were able to leave with them. So that's awesome. Really fantastic. Oh, uh, yeah, that's awesome. 
and it's, it's so interesting to me. Like normally you think about mission trips and it's like, we need to get water to these people or food or whatever it is. And you're like, they need a soundboard. <laughs> like that's just not everybody, you know, is in, in, you know, crazily impoverished, but that doesn't mean there's not real needs in, in our day and age, a soundboard is a real need. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's something that was kind of unique about this one. I know a lot of times short-term missions can get kind of a bad rap. There's the, you know, rescue mentality and you know, yeah. this place where it's the problem. And then white man comes down and <laughs> fixes it and then leaves. Uh, this was really working with the church was really neat because so much of what this is um, also even, you know, the, the medical clinic and the other outreach stuff in the communities, that's uh, just what they do uh, for us. It was short term for them. It's all the time we were able to bring, you know, funds, supplies and manpower. But this is their ministry. And it's yeah, it's continuing. It's really special. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good point. Yeah. Um, you're right. I've heard a lot of bad stuff about short term missions, but participating in an ongoing project is definitely the way to do it. Well, we have some news and it's a little bit of sad news. I'll go ahead and warn you. <laughs> oh, I know. Andrew is leaving apologetic simplified. Bye. <laughs> I, I thought you'd also get a reaction. Yeah. Bye. See you later. <laughs> Where'd he go? No, Andrew has decided that it is uh, time to go. Um, and he has his reasons why, which I will let him explain rather than putting words in his mouth. Yeah. So it's, um, it's kind, kind of a lot of factors, but also kind of just want to, I'm, I'm very busy. Uh, I do. A, yeah. I do a lot of stuff. Uh, and, Doing the podcast has been very, very fun, very exciting, but it's also, as of late, it kind of become a burden. I have all these other things I need to do. It's like, oh yeah, and then we also need to squeeze in recording and need to squeeze in the editing. And I feel like, um, yeah, with the idea of it being a burden, can't really put into it what I what I need to to for it to be a really good uh, product, really insightful uh, for you. Yeah, that makes sense. Uh, it reminds me, you said you had a manager who was like, so you work here at Chick-fil-A and you work at the church and you build instruments and you do the podcast. Do you create time? Like, is, yeah, he is was like, do you have some potion you take that gives you extra time? <laughs> yeah. So Andrew is very, very busy uh, for sure. But I appreciate all the time that you have put into this the last many years now, several years. You joined in 2013. 20 before, before <laughs> right the right before chaos. <laughs> everything. So the last, um, yeah, the last, uh, let's see if all of 2020, yeah, last three years. So I'm very grateful. Now you're probably wondering what is next? What is the future of this podcast? Will Leah continue on her own? Will she find a new co-host? Will this podcast continue at all? And to those questions, I say, those are excellent questions. I don't know the answer yet. Um, you know, I started this podcast without Andrew, uh, but I wanted to co-host and asked him to join because I got very bored talking to a microphone by myself. I, it's just, it's not my thing. I, I need some kind of interaction. I need some kind of feedback. I'm sure you talk back to me in your car, but it's just not the same. Um, so I needed something. So I, I don't really see myself doing a true solo show, um, but I know I want to do something. I know that's super vague, but the the truth is, I just don't know. Been trying to figure it out. Don't know yet. Um, so we're going to take a little bit of a break <laughs> right now. Bye. No, um, we're going to take a little bit of a break uh, from the podcast. Rather, I am um, specifically for patrons. You may be wondering um, what we'll be doing on Patreon. Now, the Patreon is um, it's apologetic simplified focus, but it's in my name. 
Um, that was kind of intentional because I knew I wanted to continue to do creative projects in the future that may or may not involve a project simplified specifically. So I'm going to do a pause on those memberships. So you'll get a month off from paying towards Apologetic Simplified or rather the Leah Chapman account you're on. So you'll have a one month pause while I discern what's next. And I'm not saying I have all the answers then, but I will have at least figured out what we are doing on Patreon and figured out a few next steps by that point. So again, we're going to take a one month pause and then I will let you know what's up. And if you want to say, I enjoyed the podcast, but I'm done. That's totally fine. If you want to say, let's stick around and see what else you're going to do, then I would appreciate that as well. So that's what's happening there. We're going to take, like I said, a little bit of time, probably a month, maybe more, um, definitely a month for Patreon, maybe more for other things. Um, while I figure out what's next. So I'll let you know when I know. <laughs> That's all I can say. But we are going to reflect on the last eight seasons that we have had together. But first, we're going to pause because Hank got the squeaker out of one of his toys. <laughs> Hank, no. Okay, the crime scene has been cleared. That's good. So eight seasons. Um, when I was bemoaning to Andrew how sad I was that this podcast may or may not be ending. Um, like I said, still don't know. He pointed out that eight seasons is really a pretty good run. Um, and he's right. We've, we've done, we've covered a lot of material and made a lot of pop culture references. My goodness. I was scrolling back through them. I was like, man, we covered a lot of movies and TV. <laughs> so let's see, let's go through our seasons and see what we've learned. So season one was very, it was me. And I was just trying to figure it out, figure out what a podcast is, period, and how it works and how to create content and blah, blah, blah. This was while I was still in seminary. It was right after that first preaching class I took that kind of inspired this whole thing. Um, it was still very apologetics focused in the beginning. We've kind of strayed off for more theology and Bible since then, but still very apologetics focused then. Um, and as I was scrolling back through those episodes, I saw that uh, that's when it started, that push on balancing truth and love, having conversations with conviction, but also with compassion. That's a That was pretty good. I just came up with that conviction. That might be a good uh, quote or the episode opener. I know, I know. So that's when that started. And that theme has really continued on, you know, in addition to all the movies uh, throughout <laughs> the whole, throughout the whole show. So season one, just definitely figuring it out. Season two, we had a really, we started with Trinitarianism, which came straight from my Trinitarianism class. And then we had some great guests like Jay Warner Wallace and Mary Jo Sharp. And Andrew, was that when you came on? I think so. I think so. Yeah. Andrew had just written a, um, a, a bachelor's thesis. Yeah. My, my honors thesis. Honors thesis. What did you, what did you write about? Music is evidence for a creator. So as you can tell, nothing to do with apologetics. Whatsoever. Right. Right. No, of course not. It was, it's such, still such a interesting concept to me. Cause we don't, most people do not think about music as evidence for much of anything. <laughs> it's just like, oh, you know, music's pretty, right? It doesn't have to be. It doesn't have to be pretty. If you remember in the uh, what is music section, uh, one of the I guess, lack of criteria is that in the purpose of music, it does not necessarily have to be enjoyed. Remind me what the purpose of music was. Uh, I didn't have like a purpose of music, but in defining music, I think purposeful was one of the words I used. So mm -hmm. it needs to have a purpose. Oh, so okay. enjoyment is a purpose, but it's not always the purpose. Got it. Uh, got it. I think one of my uh, teachers who 
very passionate about you know world music and reaching other cultures you know there's some like african cultures where they use drum beats to communicate things mm. like there's a drum beat and they're like okay now it's time to uh stop work go to dinner or something like that oh that's so, cool. yeah, not necessarily for the purpose of enjoyment but very purposeful yes that makes sense as an intent that's cool Season three, we started strong with Star Wars, theological reflection on the rise of Skywalker. <laughs> oh my gosh, we had so throughout all of these seasons, there were so many movies. Yes. Um, and yeah. you even had me read a blog post. Yes, that's right. I forgot about that. Yeah. And you're like, yeah, this will be your first apologetic simplified blog post. You know, maybe some more. <laughs> nope. It is the, the, it was just so good. I didn't think you can't follow top it, it. You know, right. <laughs> yeah, the blog. I've struggled with that blog. Oh man. Um, then after that, we had great guests such as Caitlin Shesh, who um, I went to school with at DTS, but now she is releasing her second book, and she's just constantly on the. Um, I forgot the name of the podcast, but Phil Vischer's podcast. She is a very regular guest there. Um, student at Duke University, really making waves. Um, and then we had David Wheeler, Andrew's teacher from. Liberty as well. And then we had Aaron Michelle, who is a um, faith-based artist out of Dallas. So we got connected through um, through Women in Apologetics and really enjoyed that episode we did with her. Season four, World Religious. We had people like Marsha uh, Montenegro, and we had people like Lindsay Medenwalt, and we had so many other guests who were just incredible. Um, talking about uh, various world religions. Uh, we've co- we covered um, Latter-day Saints, also known as uh, Mormons and Jehovah's Witnesses and all kind of astrology. and Lions and tigers and bears. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, oh my that's gosh. right. <laughs> oh, Let's see. And then we had people like Laura Powell who covered Islam. Like there was just so many good episodes. And we brought in the experts to talk about each of these religions. Uh, I just, I really enjoyed that series. I know that I learned a lot from it. And, um, really enjoyed hearing their heart for the people who are in those religions as well. Um, in that same season, we also dove into some social justice and politics as well. Um, and then season five was an art and science themed season. We had oh, the one that stands out to me is hymns are actually pop songs where we were talking about how Charles Wesley took um, pub songs and put Christian words on them uh, because that's what we had heard before. And then we started looking it up mid recording and realized that was a myth and there's not a whole lot of evidence to support that. We're like, Oh no, we need to change. <laughs> um, yeah. Oops. Was that also the, um, the season with the tattoos episode? I think so. You yes. Might, you might have seen this because um, uh, I remember the teaser you posted for that episode. It was like, you know, Facebook graphic, like, can Christians have tattoos? Well, you might recall this, but like a couple months ago, we got a comment on that one. From Did like we? forever ago. Someone just said no. <laughs> oh, wow. You have completely changed my mind. Thank you for that insight. Amazing. Yes. I, oh, my gosh. Okay. I have two thoughts about that. First of all, I, I make episodes questions because I'm hoping to ask questions that you are asking. But what's funny about it is that when you post it on social media, people just think clearly they're asking for my opinion. 
Never mind that it's like new episode. Have you ever wondered? Listen now. It's so funny. Uh, I mean, it's good for uh, engagement, I suppose, but it's it's pretty funny. Uh, but oh man, I love that episode. It was with Stephen Worthy. He used to run um, a Christian apologetics page, but now he's focused on his job being a tattoo artist. And he's apparently very successful. If you go to Worthy Tattoo on Facebook, you can see all his great tattoos. Oh gosh, they're beautiful. It's like on my bucket list to go get a tattoo from a Christian apologist. I need to, but he lives in Wisconsin, which is a little far, but someday. And cold. And cold. Like on the summer. (laughs) Go in July. (laughs) Um, But someday, someday I'm going to go. But that was a, that was a great episode. Really enjoyed it. He talked about the verse in Leviticus. It seems to prohibit um, followers of God from getting tattoos. And we also talk about beauty, how beauty and aesthetics um, are are really ways that we image God because God made beautiful things. And so by creating beautiful things um, and recognizing them, like we're we're doing that co-creator thing. It was really, it was a great episode. Um, And then we had, let's see, uh, we did, we talked about more movies. We also had Jay Medinwalt on talking about um, psychology. It was a a really good season. Season six, we talked a lot about pop culture. Uh, We talked about some stuff COVID wise. We had one episode, is COVID the mark of the beast? We got interesting responses to that as well. Uh, (laughs) Was that specifically the COVID vaccine? Yeah, that's it. The COVID vaccine, the mark of the beast. We were like, the mark of the beast. Like, no. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Um, Hope not. So I've gotten it three times. (laughs) I'm trying to schedule my fourth one. So. Uh, okay. And we did a lot of biblical theology. We talked about more movies. We ended with the church history episode talking about why there's so many different Christian denominations, which led us so well into season seven, where we talked about heresy. Come on, Patrick. That's like none that we were waiting for. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, we also did a little more theology and pop culture there, but the heresy up uh the heresy season in season seven was a lot of fun. Um, which is funny now because now I'm going through all of this, going through all of this theology and heresy and world religions and everything over these past eight seasons. I I feel like I am now an interesting person to talk to. I don't know. Not You've always been an interesting person you. to talk to. Thank you. You would know. You've known me your whole life. Um, I am very much like it. These are the core beliefs of our faith. You need to believe these things to call yourself a Christian. And so there's things that put you outside those things. Other things, secondary tertiary issues, like really bright. Let's talk about, sorry, the sun is literally in my eyes. You should see the Zoom video. I look look like a ghost. Um, Secondary and tertiary issues do matter. Um, They often divide denominations a little bit. They do matter, but like those core things are really what I tend to focus on, Um, which is interesting because now that I've learned so many Trinitarian heresies, I've watched um, a a video of a Christian Christian group, genuinely Christian group, using analogies to explain the Trinity. And I'm like, this is heresy. I can't use it. (laughs) I just, I can't do it. Yeah, I told said that to my pastor. I was like, yeah, I can't, I can't use this video. The rest of the curriculum's good, but I can't use this one because it's heresy. And he was like, what? <laughs> like they didn't do it on purpose. It's okay, but I can't, I can't do it. <laughs> anyway, so heresy. It was a good season. <laughs> and then season eight has been all of 2022. Um, and I wrote season one, I wrote figuring it out. Season eight, I wrote figuring it out again. Uh, because that was post-baby. Um, we moved right in the middle of it. Uh, Andrew got a dog 
and there's just a lot of change in 2022. Uh, but the theme that I picked up on, even though we did not intend to have a theme, this season ended up being very God focused about knowing God and worshiping God and serving God through an evangelism episode with Janelle. Um, we really focus on who God is that season unintentionally, but I do think it's interesting that as we were so scattered and busy, um, when it was like, oh gosh, we need to come up with an episode, what we came to was let's talk about, let's just talk about who God is. Uh, and I, I think that's, that's really interesting how that theme kind of accidentally developed. So I have some questions for us as we wrap up, truly wrap up. So question one for us, uh, Andrew, I'll let you answer first, then, then I'll answer. What was your favorite season just as a whole? That's a hard question. Uh, well, there's so many of that. I mean, the heresy was fun because I got to use my bad Irish accent a lot. Uh-huh, you did. Uh, but if I had to pick a favorite, I'd probably go with world religions. Yeah, really hearing from the experts is very, very insightful. And yeah, good. I'm torn between those two. The heresy episode was fun. I liked the church history that comes along with studying heresy. You definitely gives you a keener eye for spotting heresy modern day because what goes around comes around. And, and I have spotted, I'll see someone say something and I'm like, mm, that's like really close to this particular heresy. Um, but I agree in the end, I think the world religions uh, series was my favorite. I loved, like Andrew said, talking to the experts, uh, learning about these other religions and really seeing their heart for them. Um, because so often we want to engage with people of other religions, but we don't know how. Um, even just really simple things like Many of us probably refer to Latter-day Saints as Mormons, but generally they don't actually like being referred to as Mormons anymore. They want to be referred to as the Church of Latter-day Saints, Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, or Latter-day Saints for short. Um, and so it's respectful to use the terms that they would prefer to be called by. Uh, and so little things like that, um, learning how to talk to a Jehovah's Witness who comes to the door, again, respectfully. Like it was just, it was a really, really good season. All right. Question two, what was your favorite episode or a favorite episode? If you can't decide, I might go with the, uh, the interview with David Wheeler. Mm -hmm. uh, that was one of the ones quickly after I joined, that was kind of the first one that I did most of the planning on. It was just, yeah, really special to sit down and, uh, talk with him about evangelism and apologetics. And then at the end, we had the time of, uh, just remembering our friend, Carl Barrington. That was mm -hmm. just really, really special. Yeah, if you didn't listen to that episode, Carl Barrington was a teacher at um, Providence Christian, where we both went to school in Lowburn, and um, he had just uh, passed away after a battle with cancer, and he was also a friend of David Wheeler's, and so we got to honor the legacy uh, and the deep impact he had on all of our lives. For me, my favorite episode is so hard, because I liked so many of them. I really, people ask me in the past what like who is my favorite guest? What was my favorite episode? And I always have a hard time picking one. Um, I think for a weird reason, my favorite, or at least what's coming to mind today, I could change my mind tomorrow, was hymns are actually pop songs because that self-correction we had to do, which I already mentioned, was I'm going to say formative in my ministry journey of not assuming that what I've always been told is correct. Now, of course, this is very benign. You know, if we had said that Charles Wesley took these pub songs and changed the words, whatever, and continued that legend, would that be devastating? I don't think so. However, it 
impressed upon me the importance of verifying the things that I've learned um, Mm -hmm. and making sure they aren't just legends that have been passed down so long no one's questioned it. Um, because I don't think that's a good look for apologists, Um, but people in general, honestly, whether you're a Christian or not, whatever it is, like, don't just accept things as fact because everybody says they're true. Take the time, especially if you have a public platform like this and verify beforehand. (laughs) Um, so actually I think that was my favorite because of the lesson that I learned personally through it, uh, sort of related, uh, did any particular recording session stand out to you? Oh yeah. <laughs> so world religions. It was our first interview with Lindsay Medenwald. I think she was on a couple times. Mm-hmm. But uh we had a really elaborate setup then. Uh we're like using like a mixer and two separate audio interfaces, like one to record to Audacity, one to send you a different mix that didn't include your own mic or something like that. Uh, and uh, this particular one, I was also like constantly between my house and the church in time and was sometimes bringing equipment back and forth. Yeah. And uh, there was a cable that I'd left, <laughs> didn't have time to get. So I ended up like doing a scrambling thing. I think we ended up recording that through uh, through OBS. And uh, I thought I had everything set up just right. Then uh, as we were recording, I was noticing something a little different with the uh, little weird with the waveforms. So we got to the end of the kind of first section of the episode, which was like 10, 15 minutes. I'm like, we need to pause, we need to listen to it. And it uh, like, it sounded like a, there was a delay setting on it. So like everything we heard like two or three times. Oh, <laughs> <It's> like, no. <laughs> like, like, uh, so uh, that opening was really good. Can we do it again? <laughs> and she was totally cool about it. It was great. So gracious. Uh, I'm, I'm so glad that we uh, switched to Zoom and learned about the whole record separate audio file for each participant. Uh, that was a fun little nugget of wisdom for anybody wanting to... Uh, do a podcast. Uh, Zoom is a great way to do it because of that feature. Yeah. Like $12 a month or something. And it saves you so much headache. Mm-hmm. Uh, man. Yeah. Lindsay's so gracious. I always enjoy having her on and just, um, I always enjoy talking to her too when we get that chance. So as for me um, and a recording session that stood out to me, actually it's pretty similar. My first interview that I did was with our dad because I was like, if this goes terribly, he can't be mad at me. <laughs> Like, like he, he has to still love me. Um, and so that was great. But then I think the next interview I did after that, let me see. I think it was, was with Jay Warner Wallace. And I was still definitely figuring it out. And I, there were some little blips um, and some things that I was still figuring out at the time, but he was so gracious as well. Um, and then afterwards I was like, Hey, can I ask you a question? And he's like, sure. <laughs> it's like, and I just started asking him for advice about how to run an apologetics ministry. And he hopped on my website and started telling me things I was doing right and things that I needed to do different. And it was so helpful. Like, it's so nice for him to just do that. Um, so that that stood out to me again because of because of his graciousness and his willingness to help out at that point, a very new podcast. Now, what have you learned personally from being part of this podcast? Well, I've uh, learned a lot about the technological side of things. Uh, it was actually kind of neat. I think uh, God kind of setting up because it was kind of at the same time that I was having to learn a lot of the tech stuff for church. Mm-hmm. I came in for the you know first first few months was pretty much just doing music, but uh, uh, the technology side was part of what well, was supposed to be over. So that's when I started learning a lot of the stuff there. And uh, it like was like happened. I need to be in. Yeah, I need to be in charge of tech. So did a lot of research and became an expert. And 
it's done like major overhaul of that. But yeah, so much of it was, you know, thanks to uh, this podcast giving me something to do that really regularly and a little place to, you know, practice and experiment a little. And yeah. it's uh, it's been helpful in the church and also for the uh, production quality of the podcast, which I think we saw some rather significant improvements yes. there. Yes, for sure. It's always funny listening back through somebody else's podcast and hearing how it's improved. It's less funny when it's yours and you're like, oh no. <laughs> like, oh man, that was rough. But look how far we've come. <laughs> oh. oh man. So um, so for me, uh, yeah, I definitely feel you with the technology thing because before I started a podcast, I didn't understand how microphones worked. My boss at the time would, he was a youth minister and he was trying to explain to me like how the signal can only go one way for a microphone. And I'm like, cause I was like, can't you just plug it in there? And he's like, no, it's in versus an out or whatever it was. <laughs> and I was like, I don't, I don't understand. And now I'm like, oh yeah, sure. I can set up a new microphone. Let's, I can do, even if I don't know how it works in the moment, I could probably figure it out pretty quickly. I did a lot of tech stuff at my church too um, for a time in my church in Texas. Um, so yeah, I feel you there for me. I think I learned how to process criticism because you get a lot of like the Christians get tattoos. No, like it's not, that's not necessarily criticism, but that kind of thing, especially with social media, you're going to have people who have helpful feedback. You're going to have people who have weird things that don't make any sense. Um, you're going to have people who have unhelpful feedback. You know, are, we've been asking for ratings and reviews for forever. And uh, some of them are great. Some of them were like that one we read that one time about us being eighth Affected graders or something. <laughs> yeah. There's that. And I've had to learn to like not let myself sit there and like mull over that all day or week and just be like, take good feedback and say, thank you. Take whatever's useful out of it. Do something with it if that's applicable. If it's good feedback, I don't have the time to do the suggestion because I just don't because I have other things in my life. And I was like, okay, well, you know, maybe someday in the future, I'll do this, file it away, move on. Or this is extremely unhelpful feedback. This was kind of mean. I'm either going to ignore it or I'm going to make fun of it. Which one? <laughs> like, <laughs> like, like that's so that's been good for me because it was really it's really hard putting yourself out there on the internet. Um, and I think this podcast has helped me not put so much stock into uh, what people say, but also be able to pull out what is useful. Now, as we wrap up, which is sad, um, we I want to know. Andrew, what you are going to be up to, I know what you're going to be up to, but tell the tell our listeners what you are going to be up to and how people can stay connected with you, even when your beautiful voice is not piped into their ears, unapologetic, simplified. Well, going to be up to, up to a few things, huh? still, still doing the, still doing the worship thing every week. It's good to be you know, plugged into your local body in that way. Uh, but Still got that woodworking thing going. Uh, if you want to check out any of the stuff I've made, uh, go to spiritriverhandmade.etsy.com. That's another thing that's changed. I've changed the shop name a couple times. But uh, spiritriverhandmade.etsy.com. Uh, yeah, there's a Facebook page for that. I think that one's still called Spirit River Music and Woodworks. A YouTube channel that sometimes I post woodworking stuff. Sometimes I post uh, music videos. It might be family things or church things. Uh, yeah, you can check there and uh with whatever leah's future podcasting plans may be uh go ahead and put the offer if you need a you know, 
occasional guest. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I can still bless the airwaves with my voice <laughs> and my good. humility. It's <laughs> good. I'm glad. I'm glad we need that. Yeah. Well, very good. Well, Andrew, thank you for your three years of service and blessed airwaves. <laughs> uh, I really do appreciate it. It's been an honor. And I'm saying this like I'm not going to talk to you for the rest of your life, but you know, it's been an honor <laughs> and I really do appreciate everything uh, that you've done. So round of applause for Andrew. Clap, 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 clap. Um, Is this when I dropped the mic? Andrew yeah. out. Yeah. Right. So as for the future of this podcast, again, I just don't know. I just don't know yet. I'm still in a period of discernment. Patrons will get a glimpse of what I'm doing first in a month. Once that um, one month break expires, I will let you know what I'm thinking and we'll, we'll go from there. Um, once I know, I'm going to drop another episode and let you know what's going on. If I'm ending this podcast and starting another one, if I'm going to rebrand this podcast, if I'm going to do something completely different, I'll let you know. I will. I will let you know. But listeners, thank you for listening over these past, what, four plus years, I believe. Um, it's been a joy to interact with you through reviews, through comments, through emails. Um, I've appreciated getting to know many of you uh, through those ways. So thank you so much for listening and God bless. Apologetic Simplified is a part of Leah Chapman Ministry Productions. To learn more, go to www.leahchapman.org. And thanks for listening.